The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Carla Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace. I am Carla Swanigan, your host, and this is the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I'm so glad that you're tuning in to the show today because today on the show, I have my good friend, Amy Elaine Martinez back with us today. Welcome, Amy. Hey, Carla. Thanks so much for having me back. You're so welcome. I love having you here. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Amy before we get started in case you didn't catch her last time she was a guest on the show. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker and gifted teacher. In fact, she sits smack dab in the middle of her sweet spot, serving in ministry as a teacher of her favorite book, the Bible. Amy's devoted to helping women with heart shattered lives become whole again through Christ. Amy's been married for 24 years to the love of her life, David, and she is also the mother of Sydney and great Gabriel, her two grown boys and their awesome Australian shepherd named Maverick. He's one of my favorite dogs. He's awesome. And Amy is also the author of her recently released book, becoming a victory girl, staking your claim in the kingdom. She's a storyteller at heart who loves to share how she became a broken girl made whole through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. And she humbly bears the scars of a broken life. It is her heart's desire to see women walk in wholeness and living in victory. And so, um, Amy, I'm so glad you're here. And the reason I ask you back, I love your book, obviously, Becoming a Victory Girl. And that's what we had you on the show about last time. If you missed that episode, you can catch up on our iTunes podcast, Carla Swanigan Ministries, or you can watch it on our YouTube channel, Carla Swan again ministries as well and catch up on that interview with Amy where she talks all about, um, being victorious, you know, and in our battles and coming out on the other side of that. And that's a great book and you can get that on amazon.com and you can also find out more about Amy at her website, amyelaine.com. That's right. But what I want to talk about today, Amy, and the reason I ask you to come back is I was, um, scrolling through Instagram and stuff the other day and I saw your post on, um, how to find wonder in your wilderness season. Oh, and that just, even the title of that just really hit me and wrecked me because, um, we've been talking on the show a lot lately about God bringing us through doors of opportunity. And this is the year that those doors are really opening up for a lot of us who have felt like we've been in the wilderness. I know I've shared on the show before that I've really felt like I have been in a wilderness season. And just recently I'm seeing the promised land. I feel like I'm coming out on the other side of that, um, wilderness season and God's preparing me to step into my promised land, so to speak. So I've been talking about preparation and being ready. That's what we just talked about recently is even in our wilderness being prepared for what God's calling us to. So when I saw your title, it just really ministered to me because I'm like, yeah, I mean, for those of us that are, that are smack dab in the middle of our wilderness or that are even for me, like, I feel like I'm on the edge coming out of the wilderness. I still want to see God's presence there. I want to sense him there. And, and your title wonder in the wilderness, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I need. And I want my listeners to be able to hear a little bit about that. So will you share a little bit about what that article is about and how we can see wonders in the wilderness? 
You know what? I think it's so important, Carla, that we remember that the wilderness is a place that we all go to. We all stay there. We all have seasons that it feels like we're in a wilderness. But we know that there is a way out, that the Lord is preparing us for something bigger. And if we can change our perspective while we're there, we will be able to take our eyes off our circumstances and look at Jesus, look at the wonder of what's going on. If we keep our eyes down and we keep um, looking at our circumstances and being overwhelmed by them, we will miss the wonders. Yeah, I love this scripture that you... um mention in your article about finding wonder in the wilderness. And it's from Colossians three, two don't shuffle along eyes to the ground, absorb with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what's going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. And that's Colossians three, two, the message translation. And I do that a lot, especially when I'm going through something really hard or I'm in a season um, of wilderness or what feels like a really dry place. It doesn't even have to be, um, hard circumstances. There's just seasons where I feel like I can't sense his presence. You know, I can't hear his voice and, um, I will stop and just say, okay, I know that you're here and I know that you're always speaking to me, whether it's audibly or through the word or through nature or through a conversation with a friend who's speaking life to me, you're always speaking and you're always here. So help me see this from your perspective. And especially if we're in hard seasons, right? It's, To see it from his perspective is a total paradigm shift. It really is. And we do have to be very intentional about taking our eyes off of the things that are distracting us and pulling us away. Uh, Maybe even the lies that we hear while we're in the uh, wilderness that you've been left here alone, that nobody sees you, that God's not talking to you. All those things that you were just talking about feeling Every one of us feels those things in the the wilderness. It just feels like that. It's not a fun place to be often. But if we can do what you just talked about and take our eyes off of those things and close our ears to the things that are not of him, we can have a paradigm shift. We can take um, off our natural eyes and put on our spiritual eyes and really look at things from his perspective. Because from where he's looking at down and on us and into our situation – He sees the bigger picture. He sees what he's doing. He knows exactly what he has planned going forward for us. Mm -hmm. And often, like you talked about earlier, it's the preparation. Yeah. It's the preparation that he's um, pulling us through, helping us to, if we'll press into him, that makes it so much easier when we get bogged down Mm -hmm. or heavy hearted and take our eyes off of him, we forget. Yeah. We forget how good he is. Yeah. And we do lose that perspective. Mm-hmm. And we have, we've been talking on the show, um, very recently about being prepared and being ready, even in our wilderness season. And we, we use the example in the Bible of Joseph, mm-hmm. um, and everything that he went through and the way that God prepared him to lead a nation, you know, in a time of crisis, in a time of, you know, plenty and in a time of lack, but, um, everything that Joseph went through on his way to the palace, so to speak, you know, from prison to the palace and how God was preparing him, even in the midst of what looked like the most heinous, difficult situation. I mean, he was falsely accused. He was imprisoned. Um, he was forgotten in prison, even after he helped somebody and was promised to be remembered. He wasn't. And God used him even, um, in a foreign land, you know, as a prisoner of war, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, and that just reminds me of, when we least expect it to, God is working so many things behind the scenes to prepare us. And I know that you mentioned in your article um, 
the Israelites when they were in the wilderness and how their perspective looked really bad to them. Their eyes were not on him and they felt like they had the perspective of lack, you know, and with God, he's like, no, you mentioned in your article, I'm the God of plenty. Yes, he is the God of plenty. And we have everything we need in Jesus and through Jesus and the work of the cross. Everything we need is inside of us to be able to endure seasons of loss or seasons in the wilderness or seasons of preparation. And I think it's so interesting that you talked about the uh, Joseph and going from a season of preparation into the palace, because one of the things that I don't talk about in this article, but it's so evident to me that Esther was also in a place of preparation. She was in the palace of preparation, waiting to get to her promised place and to lead her people to freedom. And she had no idea. And I think that's important that sometimes we think that the wilderness looks awful and it's uh, bleak and it's, you know, dusty and dry, but you can also be in a beautiful, luxurious place like Esther was pampered and, you know, just the center of attention and everything. everything appears to be great on the outside, but it's really not. And you may feel very alone in that place. So I think it's important for us to remember that there's different, the wilderness doesn't look the same for all of us. That's a great point. But what God did in Esther was to prepare her all that time. She was preparing to become the queen was real important. But then there was a different season that she went through and it may have felt like the wilderness and she hadn't been called before the king for a long time. She felt forgotten. Yep, she did. And even though it was beautiful and wonderful and it seemed, you know, she had all the things that everybody wanted. Everybody wanted to be her. Yeah. But she was super isolated. Yeah. She was also away from her people. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good point. So there's always preparation and we never know what it's going to look like when we get past that point, Yeah, past that point. And I just was talking recently, um, Uh, on a show that I do on Facebook Live about having the um, perspective of plenty Mm -hmm. and having that where we get out of that season of lack or that mindset of lack and we really press up to a higher calling, the calling of the kingdom. Yeah. The kingdom calling. And we have everything we need, like I said, inside of us through the Holy Spirit to be able to endure these seasons, to get past these places. And there's always a point where we feel like giving up. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. But I want to encourage your listeners today that it may just be a little bit longer, just Mm -hmm. a few more steps before you see the goodness of the Lord, where you really see it. Yeah. You know, it may be all around you and you haven't been able to see it, but Mm -hmm. press on, keep going forward because it may just be one more day, one more night, one more um, season, and then you're going to be in that good land that God has prepared for you. It's so good. In your article, you talk about what the, the Israelites in the wilderness didn't know. They didn't know about it being, you know, was it a detour? You know, was it a destination? I'm trying to remember how you worded it in your article. I said that they didn't know that the wilderness was only a detour. It wasn't their final destination. And our wildernesses are not, that's kind of hard to say, wildernesses. It's not, (laughs) they are not our final destination. I I love um, this past week, uh, Billy Graham's passing right and all the uh, services and uh, things that people were talking about him and he said i'm just traveling through this is not my final place and if we can have that perspective in addition to just 
engaging with the Lord and accepting that we're going through a season of process and that it is a process. We're preparing ourselves Mm -hmm. for the next place he wants to take us. This is also not our final destination. Yeah. I feel like just based on my experience um, so far with the Lord and my faith journey with him, there's so many times that I feel like I am stuck, you know, and, and I start either telling myself or believing the lie from the enemy who loves to speak to us mm-hmm. in our wilderness, by the way. And I want to talk about distractions next. Don't let me forget. But um, I really feel like there are times in my season where I start listening to that lie and believing, oh, it's never going to change. It's never going to get better. I'm never going to see the promised land. This is this is how it's always going to be. God has forsaken me. God has forgotten me. Or even worse, like I've done something to deserve to be stuck here. Mm-hmm. I put myself in this pit. There's no way to get out. You know, and I just want to remind people God's mercy and grace, first of all, way outweigh any sin that we could have, anything that we could do. Even if you did purposely land in your own pit, God's arm is long and it is big and he will pull you out. So get that out of your mind right now that that you're stuck there because you're not. But I know that that's a real easy place to feel like we can be stuck and and um, that nothing's ever going to change. And so that's one of the things that I want to make sure we pray for at the end of the show today is for people who feel that um, hopelessness and that isolation and, and feel like that they're stuck. I want to make sure that we pray for them um, to get some fresh encouragement and hope, not just from what we say, but also um, just from the Holy Spirit ministering them today, ministering to them today through the show. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so let's talk about distractions. Distractions are huge. And I am in a season of, I feel like, being so busy for the Lord and being so about good things. Mm-hmm. But I feel really distracted. Like in what ways? Give us some examples. For me, I have a big project that I need to be working on. And I have... Um, Is that your next book, Amy? It might be. Okay. <laughs> it might be. Um, and it is a place that I know that the Lord has called me to. And I've been doing good things. I've been, you know, I uh, released Becoming a Victory Girl. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing, um, I launched my book. And that took, you know, f- four or five weeks of really just um, talking about it and having interviews and just right. all about it. It was all about it. But at the same time, I missed having that the presence. I didn't feel his presence in that place because there was so much busyness and so much distraction going on. It was all good and it was fun and it was wonderful. But at the same time, I felt a disconnect and I just feel like I need to pull back and Mm -hmm. like in a strange way, I'm kind of longing for the wilderness because we get to just be quiet with him. And that is the place when we talk about the wonders in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. the biggest wonder in the wilderness, Carla, is his presence. Amen, sister. It's his presence. You know, I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, when we're in our wilderness season, you know, I've, I've been going through this, gosh, probably going on like three years, probably, um, maybe a little longer. And that's when I had my biggest encounter with the Lord, um, last year. And that was such, it was so amazing, but also at the same time, it's one of those things when he ministers to your heart that way and meets you in that place, you see God for your own self. It's like that verse. I think it's in Job where he talks about, I've heard about you. I've read about you, but now I've experienced you, you know, and Job talk about wilderness seasons. Holy cow. That guy went through it. He went through the ringer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and God allowed it. Yeah. And, and it changed his perspective of who God was. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say to you 
in the midst of our wilderness and in my experience, and that's what I wrote about in my book, Come Away With Me, was all about encountering God and having real relationship with him and how that transforms you. Even as a believer, there are other levels with him that he wants to take you deeper in knowledge of him and and knowledge of spiritual things with him, his kingdom-minded things, but also just a knowledge of his heart. And not just knowledge, you guys, but experience, experiencing him for ourselves. And like you said, sometimes the greatest place we can do that, the most intense, if you will, um, the most fulfilling places in the wilderness, when you say, yes, I absolutely would say that. And we often find Jesus going to the wilderness on purpose. Yeah. And I think it's so important for us to remember our whole goal as believers is to be more like Christ yeah. to be more like him and to remember that that's, he knew that he would find his father there. Um, God had met David in the wilderness. Oh, he yeah. had met Moses in the wilderness. God is often mistaken or not seen, I guess is what I mean to say, in the wilderness, but we always find him there. I want to encourage people who feel like that's where they're at, that God is there. He will meet you in that place. And I also think that today, uh, I just when I'm thinking about your book Mm -hmm. and uh, come away with me and how you uh, encounters with uh, Jesus encounters what's uh, encounters with your king encounters with your king. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, That book was um, instrumental in helping me to just, like you said, go to a different level, go to a different level. We always have more growth that can happen in our walk with the Lord. And it doesn't matter where you're at, um, what's going on in your life. We can always run back to him and we can always call out Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we can run to the wilderness like Jesus and find him there. And I think your book would be an excellent tool for people to, if they feel like they're in the wilderness, if they feel like they can't hear the Lord, sometimes we have to shut out all the distractions, get face to face with him and press in, lean in to him. And your book is an excellent way to do that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That, that was something that really did come out of my wilderness season, you know, and it ended up being one of the most beautiful things that's ever happened to me in my walk with the Lord. So I'm really excited about it. But, um, Before we start praying for people, you know, I just want to talk about God and his goodness, like you said, with David showed up in the wilderness and with Esther and with Job and with Joseph, and he's going to do the same for us and for the people listening. And one of the verses that you mentioned, um, in your article is from Deuteronomy three 22. Don't be afraid of them. And that's speaking of their enemies. Don't be afraid of them. God, your God, he's fighting for you. And I just want to say that to people today that are in that really dry place. God hears you. He sees you. He has not forgotten you. Um, he wants to encourage you through the fact that you're just, it's not by happenstance or coincidence that you're listening to this broadcast today or that you're watching this on YouTube later or listening to it on podcast. Um, God gave you this message to encourage you. He wants you to know that he's fighting for you. And you don't have to be afraid and you don't have to feel um, not only like you're stuck, but like this situation is impossible. On the way here, I really felt impressed on the way to the studio this morning to pray for people that they would see his wonders in the wilderness. But also God was reminding me that compared to the size of our big God, our problems are really small. They are. And sometimes the enemy tries to flip that. 
script and make us believe that our problem is too big for God. But we all, we can read about it in the Bible and we can talk to other people and we can probably think back to stories and circumstances in our own own lives where we thought nothing good could come at us or nothing could help the situation. And God found a way and he broke through and amazed us. And he does that over and over throughout the Bible with people in their impossible situations and in their dry places and in their wilderness seasons. And and he'll do that for you today. For those of you watching and those of you listening, he's done it in Amy's life. I know some of her stories and, and he's definitely done it in mine. And I've shared that with you guys a lot. So I just want to encourage you in that, that he wanted me to remind our listeners today that he is a really big God. And, and we forget in the midst of our circumstances when we're just looking at our problem, how big he is, but he is huge. And that problem, though, it looks big to us because we're in the middle of it. He's way, way bigger. I mean, there's no comparison, really. It's almost comical to try and visualize. You know, we put our problems alongside our giant God. And um, I just want to encourage everybody listening with that today. Um, Amy, is there anything else you wanted to say that we can learn from from being in the wilderness and, and wonders in the wilderness? I think that it's important for us to remember that he has already written our story. He knows everything that um, is going before us and what's to come. And his in Jeremiah, that scripture, 2911, we, we say it with um, just from memory. But the thing is, is that there is such love. The Father's heart is so evident in that scripture that I think we often just read over it and go, oh, yeah, I know that one. Mm-hmm. But it says that he has a future and a hope mm-hmm. for us, not for calamity, not for um, despair, but a future and a hope that he sees beyond what we're in right now. And I think it's um, great that the Lord wanted you to have us pray for those people who maybe can't see the wonders right now in the wilderness, but he is there. And I would just encourage them, if you are listening today and you feel like you are alone in the wilderness, you are not. You are not alone. God is there. And if you will just look up, look up and he will... If you ask him, he will absolutely show himself to you. Amen. Well, let's pray. I'm going to pray for everybody listening, and um, then I'm going to tell them again how they can find you. So, Father God, thank you so much for um, your presence. For everyone listening, um, I sense your presence here in the studio today. I'm so grateful for your presence, Holy Spirit. And I just thank you, God, for giving us eyes to see your wonders in the wilderness, just like you did for the Israelites Um, give us eyes to see you in the midst of our circumstances, in the midst of our difficulties, even for those of us that have just felt like we're in a dry place. It may not even be, um, a difficult situation. It just might be lonely and isolated. Lord, I pray that you would give us eyes to see your wonders and to sense your presence. Lord, I pray for all those that feel like they're hopeless or stuck in their wilderness. This is that this is going to go on forever. And this is the way it's always going to be. I just break that lie off right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare that this season will pass. This season will end. It is temporary. Lord, I I pray that you would bless them double in this season. I pray just like you did for Job, that you would just pour out your your blessings and that they would come out of this situation, this wilderness they're in, this hardship they may be going through, knowing you in a way they've never known you before, God, because that's your purpose in the midst of our wilderness, too, is to know you in new ways as our provider, as our healer, as our ever present help in trouble and all the other ways that you want to show yourself strong and mighty 
on our behalf. God, do miracle signs and wonders and open our eyes to them, God. I just pray fresh hope and encouragement for everyone listening. I pray for breakthrough. I pray that your timing is perfect, God. I pray for those open doors of breakthrough. Um, But most of all, Lord, I pray that they would sense your presence like never before and that you would meet them in that place in whichever way it is that they need you, God. Pour out your comfort, your hope, and your wisdom, and your strength, and your healing and deliverance for people. I pray all these things in the mighty and holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, Father, um, I mean, Father, Amy, (laughs) hello, Amy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, People, I want them to be able to find you on Facebook. So that they can um, also watch your Facebook Live on Tuesdays. I think I'm your guest next Tuesday. You are. So that's going to be super fun. So how can they find you on Facebook and, and social media? On Facebook and social media, it's Amy Elaine Writes, like W-R-I-T-E-S. Okay. And um, my website is amyelaine.com. And yes, you are my uh, guest next week on the interview series, Becoming a Victory Girl, where I share uh, about real life awesome. victory girls who are li- living and walking in victory. That's awesome. And you can also get Amy's book that we talked about, Becoming a Victory Girl by Amy Elaine Martinez. And that is on Amazon.com. And Kindle. And Kindle. Awesome. So um, thanks again for being a guest on the show. I just love it when you come on and we get to have our God talk together. And I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. And remember, leave religion out of it. And just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan. Please go to carloswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carloswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.